My guest today is Jeremy Crones. Jeremy is with the Colorado Headwaters Land Trust. Jeremy and I discuss the importance of the Grand County Land Trust, what they do, and how residents and visitors can enjoy this land that has been preserved. So sit back and enjoy. Hi, Jeremy. How are you? I'm well, Gillian. Thanks for having me. You bet. It's good seeing you again. You too. (laughs) Well, you have been with the Colorado Headwaters Land Trust for how many years now? Four years. Four years. So Mm -hmm. tell me a little bit about what the Land Trust does in Grand County. Sure. So the Land Trust, we were founded back in the 90s as the Grand County Land Conservancy. And then over the years, we've also had, we were also called the Middle Park Land Trust for, for a time. Um, and we conserve private land in Grand County. That's kind of the summary of, of, of our work. We do work with a wide variety of private landowners, including municipalities and the county and CPW and other entities. But ultimately, our focus is, is conserving the landscape. Our mission is to conserve and steward the open lands and natural character of the headwaters of the Colorado River in partnership with the local community. And that, you know, that mission statement is crafted both around our name and around our region. Calling ourselves Middle Park Land Trust was nice because it defined our geography, but not everyone knows what Middle Park is because there's only a TV show called South Park. <laughs> um, but uh, looking at, at the Colorado headwaters, the headwaters of this of the of the river that you know, travels another 1,400 miles down to Baja, California. So that that's what we do. And we work with landowners from Berthid to, to Gore and from Rocky to Rabbit Ears to protect their land against development, against the threat of development, and keep the open spaces open. Well, you do a great job. And you're Thank working you. on a big project right now outside of Granby. We are. Yep. Uh, and so this this project is it's a great example of of kind of the loose definition of private because this land is owned by the town of Granby. People might know it as the Old Horn Ranch or Shore Fox or Orvis, but now the land in 2016 the town purchased the property and it was a roughly 1,300 acres or so. The southern half, so south of the Colorado River, was then sold to Sun Communities, which is now the River Run or Sun Outdoors Development. And then the northern half, north of the Colorado River, was meant to be conserved. And that's what we're still working on. We're fundraising. We're trying to get that money together to really pursue this project. And the the end result will be 780 acres, give or take, including two river miles of the Colorado River, will be under a conservation easement. A conservation easement is the legal tool that the land trust uses to conserve the property. It transfers development and subdivision rights from the landowner to the organization. This, the 780 acres, 480 of those acres will turn into a public park. Right now, we're estimating 10 miles of recreational trails, non-motorized, and, you know, wildlife watching opportunities and benches and things like that. And then the northern 300 acres, which border BLM land and Sea Lazy U and other ranches, Will, will be turned into a wildlife preserve. And that was at the request and negotiating with Colorado Parks and Wildlife, with some of our local staff and some of the state staff, to protect not only endangered species such as sage grouse, but also the wintering elk herd, as well as the migrating herds of antelope and deer that really use that corridor to get from 
their grounds in Byers Canyon and Kremlin to Fraser and the Indian Peaks Wilderness. So you just kind of answered my next question, which is <laughs> why is the Lanta so important in Grand County? And it really sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we cover a lot of ground when it comes to what is being protected. And actually, the IRS defines it really well for us because, as I mentioned, the conservation easement being a legal tool, we respond to various levels of government, including the IRS, who roughly define conservation, open space, wildlife, water, agriculture, and history, right? And so when we approach a project, those are five of the other you know myriad metrics that we use to evaluate the importance of that property. And all five of those speak very clearly to Grand County. Yes, they do. So mm-hmm. I wasn't aware of the base that you're using for open space for residents and tourists. Mm-hmm. Are there more projects like that that are tailored that way? Yes, we have one right now. Um, and it's uh, we call it the Jones Creek Ranch Conservation Easement, but it, it's better known as Heimbaugh Gulch. And it's a 270-ish acre open space area just south of the town of Hot Sulphur Springs, and it's off of Cottonwood Pass Road. That conservation easement was initially granted by a private landowner who owned that property. Uh, We closed on it in December of 2020, and then he turned around and sold the property to the town. He he first wanted to conserve it, and then he wanted to to make it public. And so that, that piece of property is public, and there, I believe, the trails have been completed. There is a trail system there. The trailhead and the parking area are still being built, but we crafted the conservation easement in a way that allowed for that. A lot of conservation easements, they are very negotiable, but it takes a lot of foresight and a lot of kind of advanced planning on behalf of whoever the landowner is to really say, okay, whether it's five or 15 or 20 or 100 years down the road, I need to consider what what the allowed pressures might be. One of our recent projects was a, it's, it's a, basically a hunting property for this for this family. And the landowner wants to leave it to his grandchildren and said, look, I don't have a house on it, but they might want a cabin. And so when we were talking about the conservation easement, we made an allowance for a cabin to be built in a very specific area of the property. And that was him looking, whoever knows, you know, how many years or decades down the road until his grandkids are able to come up and say, okay, we want to have a cabin on this property. So when Mm -hmm. you're talking about working on the Jones Creek project, was that correct? Yeah. Or Heimbaugh is the common term. Okay. When you're talking, you're working on the parking lot and the trailhead. Who does that work? Well, the property is owned by the town of Hot Sulphur Springs. And so they're the ones, there's an area that is allowed to be built on for the parking area. We talked about it and said, okay, this is where it's going to be. But it's the town's responsibility, just like it would be a a private landowner's responsibility to build their own house. The town is going to build their parking lot and, and pavilion. So what's the benefit of someone to trust their land to Headwaters Land Trust? Sure. Well, benefit to whom? Benefit to them? Benefit to us? Benefit to the community? Yeah, by all three. All three. Okay. <laughs> so I'll start with the land trust is is simple. It's it is what we do. So the benefit to us is we are achieving our mission and pursuing our vision. The benefit to the landowner. Of course, the the primary benefit is the peace of mind that their land is conserved and it will be protected in perpetuity. There are financial benefits because we are affecting real estate. We are affecting the title of their land. 
landowners deserve to be, they deserve to benefit from that in some way, get paid back. Colorado is one of a handful of states that has exchangeable state tax credits in exchange for donation of a conservation easement on a property. And that goes into, there has to be a conservation appraisal done on the property, a valuation of what the landowner is transferring, is granting to the land trust. And then there are tax credit consultants, most of whom on the front range, who will work with the landowner to make sure that they get the money, or at least the tax credits that they deserve. Benefit to the community is keeping, not to be cheesy, but keeping Grand County so grand. Yes. Uh, right? <laughs> we are protecting the headwaters. And I, you work with tourism, and that's a main part. Of course, people come up here to go skiing or to go to Devil's Thumb or to go to Grand Lake or to dirt bike out in Kremlin. But the entire environment, the entire ecosystem of Grand County works together. None of those experiences would be half as much fun if you were driving between developments and between suburbs or there were no moose on the horizon when you were out snowshoeing around Grand Lake or if the rivers weren't around. You know, plenty of my board and a lot of my friends in the county, they're all anglers. You go to Devil's Thumb and there's no fish. Right. Or you go to the Hot Sulphur and you can't go down to the river to fish. Conservation easements and, and all conservation work help protect those resources. I will say that we don't, you know, tourism and marketing to people not in Grand County is it's not always a focus of ours because we really want to get the local community mm -hmm. involved. Yes. But the conversation is always there. And I do interact with a lot of tourists and visitors and second homeowners who come up here and, and do come to understand the benefit of private land conservation. There is always a, a dialogue of, well, what's the benefit to me as this individual, private individual that you're saying that conserving that ranch benefits me? I don't see it because I can't use it. And there's a way of thinking about it of, well, would you rather drive down 40 between ranches that you can't step foot on but are open or developments and fragmentation that, yeah, you can ride your bike through? And most of the time people weigh that and say, you know what, I'd rather have the views, I'd rather have the wildlife, even though I can't walk on the property or bike on the property. And it's that balance that we have to strike. Absolutely. Well said. You. you know, and I think that to our locals, if we didn't have our great locals and residents here, it would be really hard to promote tourism. That's right. We look at our locals and their enjoyment and why they live here is very important mm -hmm. to all of us too. Yeah. And, and for myself and a lot of my colleagues around the state and around the country, the work that we do a lot of us are informed by our own experiences. And I look at my hometown back east and the farms are far and few between the, you know, the rivers and the creeks and the hills that I grew up with are now paved over and have subdevelopments and houses relatively necessary, right? There's no, you know, this isn't supposed to pit people together of, well, I'm pro this and I'm pro that. It's more about what do we value in our communities. Yes. Um, yes. And I've been working in conservation long enough to understand that sometimes it takes a couple of years for someone to really understand the importance of it. Other times, all it takes is a meeting at the distillery for a drink and, <laughs> and then they're convinced. <laughs> well, 
you do such a great job in this county and I appreciate everything you do because I think wildlife viewing, it's such a highlight mm. when you see that moose or you see that elk in, in an area that has been preserved for them. And we are so blessed to have the Colorado River. And I really, every time I'm driving to Kremlin and you see those anglers out there, yep. I just want to stop and take pictures. <laughs> yeah, so that's beautiful. Right. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate you taking the time with me today and going through everything you do. It's amazing. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. And I I hope I answered the questions. I know I can go on. No, it was perfect. (laughs) So we will see you around. Okay. Thanks so much. 